Welcome to the Lean Smarts Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about Gemba and why going to the Gemba simply isn't enough and why going to the Gemba is actually quite a bit like meditation. So, we've got a bit to talk about today. Let's first talk about Gemba. What is this term that you've heard before? Well, it means the actual place in Japanese, and there's not a great English equivalent, and so we use the word Gemba. The common example is if a Japanese news reporter was at a crime scene, they would say, reporting at Gemba, the actual place of the crime, where all of the clues and facts and um, you know, hair is on the floor and the bloody t-shirt or the gun or whatever, all the real material and stuff is there at the crime scene. And so the reporting at Gemba, at the actual place. So you have a Gemba. You may have multiple Gembas depending upon what hats you wear in life and what responsibilities you have in your organization. And the common mistake for so many people is to have a responsibility for a Gemba, but to not deeply, deeply know the Gemba itself. For example, being a father, I have responsibility for my kids, but I can make the mistake of way too quickly jumping to conclusions without deeply understanding what's going on inside of them or in their world. So that's a Gemba that I am missing out on, the actual place, rather than you know managing, fathering from afar. It was in my brain because it's June and Father's Day is coming up. So you have a Gemba in your workplace and in all parts of life. And it's not found in your computer screen. Not even cameras and virtual technology. Those are all a derivative of the real place. And there is no substitute for actually being in the crime scene, the Gemba itself, where the real work is happening. So in many textbooks in Lean Practice, the Gemba is talked about as a place that a leader must visit. But there's a problem with just paying a visit to the Gemba. It's too easy to simply go through the motions and check it off a list and not gain the benefits of the practice. It's just like going to church. It's too easy to check it off your list on Sunday and still be a jerk on Monday or an absent father or unable to connect emotionally with God and people and life and you name it. So just like that, you can't simply visit the Gemba. There's more to it than that. You can't just set foot there and expect it to magically change. It requires more of you, more engagements with you while present at the Gemba. The goal for any leader is to become fully integrated with the actual place where the work is performed so that there's no gap, zero gap between what you think you understand about how things are and how things truly are in the Gemba. It's all about being fully in touch with the truth, no matter what it is, good or bad, whatever. It's the truth. Totally knowing the truth of how things actually are. That's what the goal is for any leader. And it's invaluable because how are you to lead and to manage when you don't know the truth and how things really are in a place? How are you to make good decisions, informed decisions? How are you to actually solve problems? How are you to influence people and motivate them if you don't actually know well enough how things truly are? 
And so you must be integrated with, in touch with your Gemba, the actual place where work is being performed. And no one else can do it for you. You have to do it for yourself. There will always be a gap between what you know and the full truth. But the problem for many leaders is that the gap is big. And at the very least, you can uh, reduce the size of that gap by being present in, uh, dare I say, even living in the Gemba. Just being there is no guarantee that you're going to deeply understand it, just like the church example, but there is no substitute for actually spending time in Gemba. And here's why. Going to the Gemba is really a lot like meditation. You can't deeply understand the Gemba with just one visit to it. It takes a lot of time to deeply think and carefully think um, and experience what the Gemba is. I like to say to think with your whole body. The problem, um, I made this mistake plenty of times when I was a young engineer out of college. I would be working on a, a fixture or something for manufacturing and I'd be imagining this great design all at my computer of how it was going to solve the, you know, the, the production floor's problems. And then I would walk it out to the actual place where it was to be used, where there's the actual people, the workers, the actual materials, the actual um, processes, the actual everything. And in very little time, discover the hundred things that were wrong or um, poorly designed in my concept that I may have spent hours working on at my desk, fully disconnected from the actual place. That's not what we want. The problem was that I wasn't thinking with my whole body. I was thinking just with my brain and my computer screen. But I didn't think with my hands, touching the actual components and touching the the actual production space. I didn't think with my feet to walk there. I didn't think with my ears to listen to not just what people had to say, but the production environment itself and other machines and sounds and stuff. I wasn't thinking with my full body. And when you go to the Gemba well, you think with your full body, not just your brain, which is very faulty, especially when you use it from afar. So going to the Gemba is a lot like meditation. It takes a continued experience with the Gemba itself to understand what the Gemba is. And the moment you think that you know what's going on and you move on, that's when you become disconnected, just like anything else in life. The Gemba is always changing, and so you have to always be learning. And so going to the Gemba is like meditation because you do have to think deeply and carefully about the truth. What is the truth? What is the actual reality of this space, of this Gemba? It takes time. Now, I want to talk some of the advantages and disadvantages of when the leader and worker are the same person. And that's because there's often a gap between the two. The workers do the work. The leaders do the leading. The workers know the Gemba, and the leaders most often don't. And so there's a disconnect because the workers are thinking, well, they don't know what's really going on here, but I do because I work here. And the leaders are frustrated when their plans don't materialize into what they think because of a disconnect with how things actually are and what the real problem actually is that they think that they're solving. I've had the experience of being both, meaning 
both people in one. Uh, my wife started a donut business last year, and I've been the manager of the kitchen and done. Um, I was employee one, basically, the first person that she hired in the business to work in the business, but also have the responsibility of essentially operations, and so then the leadership role, too, of a lot of what happens. Because I've had both and actually still do perform both, I know what's going on. Everything that goes on, I'm present there for. I touch every single donut that is made at the Lean Donut Shop, actually called the Donut Theory. And so there is no disconnect. Well, I mean, there's actually still some disconnect because I'm meditating on how things really are and trying to come to a deep understanding of what's going on in the kitchen at all times. But placing that aside, there's not a disconnect between within myself about what I'm doing and then um, how I lead and manage what I'm doing. What I mean is this. If I see a problem, I just go ahead and fix it because I, I witnessed the problem firsthand. But the moment this company grows bigger than just me, which is going to be pretty soon, I'm not always going to be present for everything that's going on. I'm not going to know that the fryer is misbehaving and its temperature is not regulating correctly. And when that happens, I'm then at a risk of not knowing what's going on and making a mistake about how I lead and manage the operation. Unless perhaps two things happen. I have enough humility to have regard for the Gemba and the people doing the work there, actually adding value. And secondly, if I'm growing and developing people to understand the Gemba so that when something's wrong, they deeply understand it because they're fully in touch with the work that they're doing. If I can do those two things, then the business can keep growing and I can continue to be connected to the actual truth of the production kitchen. But I've also noticed that working in the Gimba has its disadvantages. Sometimes I'm so busy cranking out donuts, I just don't have time to slow down and properly investigate everything I want to investigate, like cycle times and methods and experiments I want to perform and um, how I distribute labor and manpower in the kitchen how I might piece together different parts of the process. Like I just, I can't do it all when things are so busy. So much of my brain power is focused on doing the work that there's not much left to be available for critiquing and analyzing the work that I'm doing in real time. And that's why team leaders are so valuable to have people who are taking the time to truly watch and understand and know the work. Yes, they jump in and they get their hands dirty and they help produce, but their primary role is to be improving the work that is being done, not just getting the work done. That concludes this episode about the Gemba and what it is and why going to the Gemba is not enough, why you have to deeply think and even meditate on how things are, thinking with your full body. There's so much more to be said about the Gemba, even some tips for how to observe and understand the Gemba itself, but I'll save those for another episode coming to you soon here at the Lean Smarts Podcast.